Today's episode of Bald Move Television is sponsored by Keeps. And if you suffer from hair loss, Keeps can help you get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, you can receive your first month of treatment for free by going to keeps.com slash baldmove. Hello and welcome to another edition of Bald Move Television, where the officially un- unofficial podcast for all of television. I'm your host, Dayron. I'm Jim. And I'm Cecily. And today, we're going to be talking about a couple of things a lot of people like our industry talk from last week, so we're back with some more. We're going to be delving into Apple's initiative with their Apple TV and TV+. Plus. And then we've also seen all of Los Ospookies thus far, the mm-hmm. new Fred Armisen project on HBO. Uh, we'll be talking about that, too. Uh, Jim, you are the Apple guy. I'm yes, as I'm well as the apple, apple of my eye. An Apple head? That's probably not what they apple. call people. I don't know. <laughs> a job gobbler. Wow, job gobbler. <laughs> I had to. I had to think about that one for a second. Sure, sure. I'm a job gobbler. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So we this was kind of floating around our forums for the last week or so. Um, with this topic of like, okay, with so many people getting into the game, what are Apple's chances here? And somebody on the forums posted a uh, kind of breakdown of the money available to all these different companies, um, their funding levels and stuff, and the amount of spare cash they have every year. Uh, and it was pretty interesting, I thought, to look at it from that perspective because, you know, money definitely plays a part in whether or not you'll be successful in this arena. Um, and I think Netflix is kind of pushing that envelope, spending just an ass load of money uh, on new content trying to, you know, race everybody to the finish line here. Um, and so Apple a few months ago re- announced their service, which is kind of a, a duo of services. It's going to be Apple TV Plus, which is like their uh, sort of Netflix originals, Amazon originals, that that kind of thing, but for Apple, uh, where all their original content will go. And then they have Apple TV channels, which seem to be more like, subscribe to these other people through the apple tv service mm-hmm. uh conspicuously netflix is one of the big absences it's just uh, like roku does yeah 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 i think don't they already can I, apple tv kind of do that or is that just what apple tv no App, apple tv i think it, i've never used apple tv but um from what i understand it was sort of just like your you can go buy television shows like buy seasons of television shows okay um so you would buy the content directly not Enough sort of pay a subscription for uh channels or anything like that gotcha. but but now they're going to be doing that so yeah with with these two services i i went and i did a little bit of looking at kind of what their offering is going to be initially and they have a lot of really big well they they have several really big names they have like steven spielberg Okay. Uh, producing content for this thing. They have J.J. Abrams. They have uh, Ron Howard, I think. They have Oprah doing her <laughs> next television show on uh, Apple TV+. Plus. They so, name like, any like, specific products, or just they tap those people to develop something? Yeah, there are a few um, that have been announced. They have Ron Moore, who you know is a Battlestar Galactica mm-hmm. creator, the, the new version. What if and Oprah brought a like, talk show back just for Apple TV? The Oprah talk show? Yeah. I, it's going to be something else. It's going to be focusing on some kind of... Uh, I think it's like a social uh, social justice kind of mm. thing, but maybe around the world. I, I don't know. I didn't look too close into it, but, you know, Oprah's a big name mm-hmm. in television uh, and just period. Yeah. But yeah, they, they have a lot of really high-level, uh, high-power Hollywood types in this. So mm. like that's a good start. And my opinion on Apple getting into this is it's sort of long overdue. 
Um, they've had these streaming services for a very long time now, like a decade. And Apple just now getting into the game seems a little late. Apple has a shitload of money. I mean, far more money than most of the people or most of the companies getting into this. Famously, like, you know, Amazon is kind of the second or first biggest company in the world, depending on the month, uh, depending on the quarter. But their profits aren't like super high. They're always constantly spending profits on new ventures, you know, breaking mm -hmm. into the uh, buying Whole Foods and breaking into the grocery market, aerial delivery of your your orders, shit like mm -hmm. that. So they don't have as much money as Apple to kind of throw at this thing. Mm -hmm. But Apple has, because that's the thing as w jumped out at me when I was looking at forum posts and uh, they were saying like, you know, you say that like Disney and Netflix have a ton of money to throw at the intellectual properties, but look at Apple and Amazon. But like you said, Amazon, yeah, they get a lot of cash, but they're, they have to spend that on things other than intellectual property. And the yeah. same thing with Apple. Like if they slack on their R&D and their design and they have like hardware costs where like Netflix is in tot, like the only thing they have to spend money on is IP and their infrastructure, right? Same yeah, thing with which like is Disney. both, I think, an advantage and a disadvantage too. Yeah. Um, because, you know, Netflix essentially just has Netflix as a platform, whereas Amazon has one of the biggest platforms in the world. Right. Uh, Apple has, you know, millions and millions of locked in users already who are just going to get this shit right on their front. You know, they, they open up their phone, they touch their phone a thousand times a day or something. They're going to see Apple TV, Apple they don't TV, have Apple any TV. Payment information because they've already got it. It's just right. Like, you the want the it, friction, you get it. the the exposure and the friction is like so high. Um, or well, the friction is so low, the exposure is so high on the Apple side, just because of all all their devices are in people's hands already. But I also view that as sort of a, a positive and a negative because like Apple doesn't branch outside of their walled garden very often, and one of the most sort of like least surprising but sort of disappointing things about this whole apple tv thing is it's at launch just going to be uh mac os ios and some smart tvs mm. and i don't think that's a super compelling offer right. like you need to be on android devices you need to be on uh roku you need to be on all of these different places that netflix is on uh, gaming gaming boxes like you need to be on consoles because I, I only watch like HBO and Hulu and Amazon stuff through my PS4. Yeah, Apple has a very interesting sort of exclusivity that they're chasing. Uh huh. Like, um, we don't care if you can't download on your Android device, go buy an iPhone. And yeah. we don't care if you prefer wired headphones. <laughs> this is your choice now. Mm -hmm. um, but it Are works for them. They're still it making money. It has worked for them. I mean, yeah. the problem is, is like. There and uh, I don't because outside the United States they're not the market leader, and I don't even think they're the market leader well, this, inside the United States. But you can't States. pirate an iPhone. Yeah, true. Once these shows get out there, then they'll have to deal with, you know, people who are pirating things as an option rather than right. just going and buying their service. Yeah, like if if I even couldn't if they could, get, if I uh, I would have no moral compunction at all if Apple TV had something I wanted to watch and I literally couldn't because I don't have an Apple device. I, it's, I absolutely I'm cracking that thing open and, and consuming it. Yeah, yeah. Because I've long held that there's no moral problems with thievery of intellectual property if you have no legal way to get it. So, I mean, mm -hmm. and I, I'm actually, well, I don't know. I guess you can do whatever you want. Because it's almost like... Uh, if if you could find a way to pay, like if I like if if I know Jim here has an iPhone device and I wanted to watch Apple's 
uh, you know, Dresden file series. I could give, I wonder if I give him 20 bucks to download the season and then I just get it. And that's like, you know, Supreme court's held. I can time shift. I just don't, I, I, I don't have, uh, I don't, I don't have the time or place to watch an apple. So I download off the pirate bay. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to be ethically consistent, you could do something like that, but right. I'm just don't, I don't know. Like why I don't understand it. Cause I, iTunes is available on non Apple platforms. Did they think that that was yeah. a mistake? Uh, they're killing off iTunes. So well, there you go. Yeah, they do. Okay, uh, they're splitting splitting iTunes mm. into like Apple TV, uh, podcasts, music. and music, and all of those are going to be Apple exclusive platforms. I, I don't know mm. for sure. Um, I all I know is that at launch, Apple TV Plus is and Apple TV channels are only coming to Mac and iOS devices and some smart televisions. I wonder if that's to build like a big head of FOMO, fear of missing out in the, it could be. the general populace. So then when they even like, um, then when they go like six months later, general release, people are just going to be like desperate for it. Finally. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like HBO Especially did. Especially if they had some hot like releases up front too. They do. They seem to have a couple of, of interesting things, but it, it's kind of like, um, yeah, with HBO and their online streaming stuff, you could only get HBO streaming if you were an HBO cable customer for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they finally launched, launched HBO now as a sort of right. HBO go counterpart, yeah. uh, but detethered from, from cable. Yeah, sort of like it could be sort of like that model. Gotcha. Hey, I want to take a pause real quick to talk about things going on here at baldmove.com. Next week, we will have our wrap up podcast for Stranger Things. We've got full coverage of Stranger Things 3 at baldmove.com right now in our Dungeons and Demogorgons feed. If you missed it, search for Dungeons and Demogorgons or Stranger Things Bald Move in your favorite podcast app. Uh, Bald Move TV each Wednesday for the next seven weeks. Cecily and I will be covering season three of Hulu's Harlots. So be on the lookout for that. The first episode is already on the Bald Move TV feed right where you're at. You don't have to move. And then next week we'll be seeing the Lion King live action remake for their bald movies. All that stuff can be found at Bald Move, baldmove.com, or you can search for the Bald Movies and your favorite podcast app. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I came away from my you know, uh, hour of research that I did a little skeptical about Apple's chances with what they're presenting, because I do think one of the big hurdles is going to be device compatibility, just being able to watch it anywhere and everywhere like you can with Netflix. Um, I think that's going to be a problem for them. I think. Why do you think that's going to be a problem? Because it's historically they don't do that. And so I think they're going to have to start developing these types of relationships that Netflix, HBO, Amazon already have. Gotcha. And they're way behind the game at this point. Um, I also think the limiting, the limited amount of content is going to be a huge hurdle. They're going to have to spend, spend, spend to get that content up because Netflix has set the bar on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see everybody else kind of following suit, right? Like uh, HBO is trying to do the same, but like, What's a stupid? Because I, 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 I just like I wonder if I, Apple should go with the boutique. Like, hey, we need two or three very hot properties that are have broad appeal, and because like, yeah, how are you going to compete? Because not only do you have Netflix's existing volume and velocity, but the last five years they've been doing yeah. it. Yeah, you you almost have to have this like major push up front that is we're going to spend twenty billion dollars. And we're going to get... Have they pledged something like that? Or? No. Oh. Uh, as far as I can tell, they have like... They have locked down the names. You, you, five shows or something. What's the, so that, let's talk about what are the properties, I guess, that you're hot for. Did you? Uh, so that Ron Moore thing actually mm-hmm. looks pretty cool. Uh, for All Mankind, I think, is the name. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting because it's a 
It's an alternate history thing where the Russians won the space race. Interesting. Yeah, which I think has a lot of interesting implications because if you think about it, like we sort of gave up a little bit on our space program after we right beat the after, Russians. after Russia got... Yeah. yeah, like, so what happens if we don't mm. beat the Russians? And then it, it seems like the show is going to tell the story of where, oh. like, so we, just we got our ass kicked it. and we're like, well, fuck that. Mm-hmm. We're going to invest even more, you know, in our space program. So we we're not going to the moon. We're going to Mars. And, we're going to yeah, Saturn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. going intergalactic, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I, I think that's an interesting angle. And it's Ron Moore. I liked what he did with Battlestar, so I'm kind of in by default uh there's a jason momoa led thing which is a sort of post-apocalyptic bird box interesting it's like the it's a post-apocalypse and everybody has been stricken blind okay i, I don't know how that's gonna shake out i like jason momoa yeah um, but he's and, all and, over the place as far as like his projects oh yeah yeah and i'm like i've seen him do a mad max style post-apocalypse type of there's thing. a movie that just came out and i've seen bird box yeah, <laughs> yeah. Would you like those two things together? <laughs> Ugh, I didn't like them separate. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Who knows? Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. They, it looks like they have some high-profile things, but not very many things. And I think that's the biggest hurdle. You just need a lot of content to impress people nowadays. Like, if I watch all of your con, If I can watch everything you have to offer over the course of, like, a, a week. long weekend... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not compelling yeah. to keep me subscribed. So they're really going to have to spend some big money to just get quantity on there. Hmm. Everything looks like a million bucks. It's... That, that's kind of the boat Hulu's in, honestly, because if you wanted to sit down and watch all of Hulu's notable original content, you could easily polish it off in a week of binging. Yeah. You know, like, what is it? Handmaid's Tale, Harlots. Uh, do, you, do you include that Aaron Paul? The Expanse. Uh, no, that's not, that's, not, that's not Hulu. That's Amazon. Oh. Uh I'm trying to think what I mean. There's got some comedy. I'm just and looking stuff, for everything in my mind that has green around it. I get those. The Catch Twenty Two, like that's a good, but that was only like six episodes. Yeah, like yeah, in, into the dark. Is that it? Into the dark. That that's a, a once, but that's an hour a month. Oh, like, I'm, month, I'm yeah. saying, like it's like Hulu is could oh. be victimized by someone subscribing to it for a month and then getting everything they want and then getting yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and so Apple I, TV could be in the same boat. Like if, and even worse because they're just starting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It sounds like to me that Apple is going to have to have a sustained investment in this thing for uh, several years before it really gets any traction. Yeah, because well, I'm like I'm excited about one of those shows. Um, I might sign up on the strength of that, but once I watch it, I'm not going to stay subscribed unless you give me something compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Apple TV. I don't know. You guys have any differing opinions? Are you skeptical too? I mean, yeah, I'm absolutely. yeah. I mean, I'm, I I'm probably take your skepticism, remove any kind of uh, Apple bias, and like I'm yeah there too because I just all the stuff because like the only thing I'm saying, um, I see the what you say, the wisdom of what you say that you got to have a bunch of content, but a part of me is like this is just this is the video game glut of the early '80s, man. Like no matter mm-hmm. now that was a glut because and it was also poor quality. <laughs> right. But like it'll be interesting to see if you can have a collapse because even though everything's individually excellent, it's very expensive. There's not enough eyeballs to pay for it because it just mm-hmm. you know like uh, Jason and I were talking about uh, after we recorded Legion. How many people do you think is watching Legion? Eight hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. 
It's one of the best shows it's on like TV on a major numbers. network. Wow. Uh, huh? That's like the Expanse numbers. Yeah, it's 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 one of the best things on, and it's on a major basic cable network, mm-hmm. and it's very uh, highly regarded and talked about. But three hundred and fifty thousand people bother to tune into it, which is like half of what it was last year. Which is that? It's like, man, if Legion came out ten years ago, it would it would be getting Battlestar. Of course, I don't even know what Battlestar did in the day, but like it would be getting huge numbers, and it's just the 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 audience keeps fragmenting, and there's mm-hmm. one or two shows that are probably always going to have the top top gun at any one time, but uh, and those but but everybody trying to bet the farm to be that. Yeah, I feel like you gotta you gotta nail that one like tent pole show, mm-hmm. you know. Um, for AMC, I think it was like Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and and it kind of puts them on the map. And I, I I don't know, maybe Oprah is the thing. Like maybe Apple's just gonna get a billion subscribers. Everybody who has a fucking iPhone who is at all interested in Oprah is gonna sign up for this thing. That could that could float this ship alone. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's not interesting to me, but. How much is how much is Oprah? Because like I know at the height, like when she left the talk show, like the Oprah Winfrey show, she was like had legions of fans and was super powerful, and she has this. But I don't, I haven't followed. Like I, I know every time they talk about Oprah running for president, it seems like it's fairly popular. But mm-hmm. like, is she like residually popular? Is her fan base still like you know Oprah? When she talks about a book on her Twitter, they buy it because like Oprah, if if she had that kind of power still, just yeah. being like, uh. Oprah's favorite thing this month is Apple TV and also I'm on it like mm-hmm. could move tens could move millions of people. Yeah. But I just don't know if she, I don't know that she's got that much active clout. I don't follow Oprah. Either, so yeah. I don't know. I'm looking at iTunes right now and they have a lot of free television that they offer. Hmm. I mean they have a lot of most of their TV shows and movies and things that I've ever heard of you have to pay for individually. Mm-hmm. But okay. yeah, just like Amazon, I feel like I feel like Amazon has a lot more free things though. There's a mix though, yeah. It's always because if you look at the too. free episodes and TV shows, it's like, oh, just Seinfeld season four. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what Netflix that does. Weird, They'll get like yeah. collections of things, yeah. and then I'm like, well, I don't want to watch two episodes from season four and three from season eight. Well, I'm going like, to say right. the, the good place because I watched the first two seasons of the Netflix and yeah. the third season got to go over to Hulu. We could talk about the end of season one of good place. Cause I just finished that. <sighs> Let's do that next week. Okay. Because I got, I'm, I'm running against a, a time crunch here. Sounds good. Uh, do we want to get the Los Espuques? Yeah, let's do it. Before I move on to the next topic, I'd like to uh, give our sponsor a little time. Keeps. Uh, Keeps is a product that can help you keep the hair you've got. Uh, our name is Bald Move. Actually, mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with the idea that uh, I'm bald because when we started this, I wasn't. Uh, but I have, I'm experiencing, uh, mail, ma- ma- I'm experiencing hair loss. Um, and Keeps is a product that can help men keep their hair. It's important to note that you can't reverse hair loss with these products, but they're able to help you keep the hair that you have uh, for as long as you take the product. And it's important to know because two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Um, it's really easy to get started. You can get signed up in less than five minutes just by answering a few simple questions and snapping some photos to complete your online doctor consultation, which will hook you up with a licensed physician that'll review your information and recommend the right treatment treatment for you. They'll get shipped to your door every three months uh keeps also offers generic versions of their effective treatment one of the only two fda approved hair loss products out there 
so you may have tried these products before, but not at this low price. And they are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. Uh, some men even experience hair regrowth. Um, so for only 10 to $35, uh, you, can, you can get this treatment and you can get your first month for free. It's a hell of a deal for keeping your hair. And honestly, I looked into this in my early 30s because I realized what was happening. And the other products I used that were expensive, uh, they had like a greasy feel. And, I didn't like, and it just mm. felt like a lot of hassle. Uh, I wish something like keeps her around because I've actually gotten the product. I've felt it. I've smelled it. It's an, it's a, it's a big improvement over the stuff that was available 10, 15 years ago. Um, and Hey, the first month free, what's it going to hurt to try? Uh, if you want to get, uh, for a limited time, your first month of treatment, absolutely free. Go to keeps.com slash bald move. That's K E E P S.com slash bald move to get your first month of free treatment. Uh, Los Spookes is a new comedy series on HBO. It is, inter- intriguingly enough, a Spanish-speaking first. There is some English, subtitled English, <laughs> but it's it's primarily Spanish-speaking, and it's about a fictionalized Latin American country, as far as I can tell, because it's kind of Mexico, but it's not. The flag's certainly not Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it it is a group of four outcasts that love horror and they found and and horror movies and and especially the making of horror movies and they find a way to monetize this by using horror to solve people's problems and give them interesting experiences uh for example um if you want what's a good example if you're a mayor of a town and your tourism's down you can hire these people to stage a sea monster attack Mm mm-hmm um, oh, the first episode is an exorcism. Yeah, like the the Catholic Church is uh, is is running mm-hmm. out of parishioners, so let's let's have a realistic uh, exorcism. So and, this is we've seen four. I think all all of yeah. us have seen the fifth uh, one airs tonight. Yes, and it's only going to be six episodes for the first season. Right. Yep. Um, this uh, I guess kind of guest stars Fred Armisen. He's an executive producer. He's credited as the writer of the first episode, and this feels Armisen as. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. The the thing that struck me is a Portlandia. I mean, this yep. is Portlandia is all over this thing. But also, I I kept feeling a lot of like Flight of the Concords from this, and I don't know if it's just the quirky nature of it, or maybe like Toddy as a character is a little like Brett hmm. from from Flight of the Concords. But I was feeling that for sure. I think that there's also like if so if you if you like Portlandia or documentary now mm-hmm. where like there's a lot of absurdist stuff but it's not like um, it's not like Freddy got fingered absurdist it's absurdist but that's always grounded in a little bit of reality it's like ninety percent real and then there's just like ten percent like just out of left field mm-hmm. um, it's also you know kind of gentle it's uh, it reminds kind of Wes Andersony that way that there's no one's really going to get hurt, probably. Um, or if they do, it's going to be hilarious. Like, there's one that Tatia yeah. uh, character exists kind of as a cartoon. Like, they establish her that she can't, she literally can't she's be hurt. Indestructible, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, 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 she's indestructible. Um, and I think what really works about it is that the, the four central characters, the um, Ronaldo, Andre, uh, Ursula, and Tatia, uh, are just very, very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you know, the one the, what makes Always Sunny is the core cast and how individually kooky they are, or you can say the same about Seinfeld or Friends. They are just very fun 
characters to watch and they all are slightly different. Yeah, they're very interesting separately. They're interesting together mm-hmm. as a group and I love how they play with their different um, teamings up. Mm-hmm. I really love the vibe that they get sort of coming together as a group. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's it, it has this weird like innocence and fun about it that I guess I don't usually ascribe to people who are really into horror. Like, I, I know that's a fun, that can be a fun group or culture to be in. But this is dark, this is dark Scooby-Doo, right? Yes, that's a great way to put it. This <laughs> like is very much Scooby-Doo. They're uh. adults, but they're not doing necessarily adult type things like drinking or having sex with each other. Um, right, they're especially all... Ronaldo. Yeah. He yeah. only has time for horror. Very <laughs> resistant to it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that character is fun. <laughs> Guess I have to move again. Um, yeah, I just, what are your thoughts on what's real and what's not? What's real? There's a lot of, so I did read oh. that the, the Imagine country that they live in is yeah. made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that also supernatural things seem to be a part of every day. Like even when they're outside of doing, um, illusions or whatever they are. You see little hints of it happening sometimes. Like mm-hmm. Andre has some sort of like spirit connection. No, I think Andre yeah. legit is haunted, and yeah. that's the gag. Is but I don't know that because I saw some people saying that in the literature too. Like I don't think this world is different than any maybe other Central South American country. Like I think this literally is. It's not Mexico, but it's not not Mexico because right. mm-hmm. it's kind of it's 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 said it's on the border of United States and there's kind of a border crisis. But you look at its flag, it's not Mexico. It's certainly not called Mexico. But there is maybe some little bit more superstition down there. So people are more at. I don't know because like. I don't even know what to think about my own country nowadays. Like a sea monster come on off of North Carolina. I think a lot of people just be like, fuck it. Let's roll with it. Uh, or California for that get matter. But like you're supposed, I, I but, but uh, so like there's one point in an episode where the target of one of these scams, like, uh, like taps out the guy who's on the inheritance. Mm. And I got the strong vibe is like, the plain reading of that scene is that he is actually thinks that this is he's being haunted. But I also think that a, one of the what you're supposed to understand is that he understands what's going on. And it's kind of like, you know what? If you want me to not have this money that bad, fuck off. I don't give a shit. I'm out of here. Yeah. So he doesn't really think that there's and, and like and then there are there are other moments where certainly things that are beyond the natural happen like the last episode yeah yeah. i don't want to say too much about it because you know just came out but like there is there's a mix there and and it bleeds over from you know not just like you were saying not just uh the the spooky things they're doing but it's sort of into their everyday life Mm -hmm. uh in in very subtle ways and i think that's one part of the magic of this show Mm -hmm. is i never quite I never quite feel like I've got the rhythm of it, but that's sort of a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's this always stuff like I loved the explanation of why Fred Armisen's character is so good at parking. They did the montage of like showing him as a little kid. He's like, 
practicing parking micro machines and he's and then they're just like as they do this montage he's the only known person who can park two cars simultaneously like <laughs> we don't see mark it. my <laughs> fucking words we'll we are it. gonna see that i almost because i was thinking like if you got a european style car with the steering yep. on the other side and yep. he's like s- s- doing the uh the uh, uh the the uh god damn it who's the guy the two from convertibles oh yeah john claude yeah where yeah. he's doing like he's he's, he's straddling Jason the doors McGee. and he's driving him you're driving two convertibles i'm like uh-huh. i could totally see that we will see it and i'm so glad they didn't show it to us in that moment that's the right choice mm-hmm. i don't know because it sounds like maybe his theme is that he is going to fall from grace like that that he's going to turn aside from his true call he's going to true uh turn aside from his one calling to pursue the hollywood lifestyle because uh, he's getting slowly wrapped into it and that's when he intersects back with ronaldo and yeah it could but if something's like that's like they're just absurd like ronaldo being uh his his uh, they they flash back to school and that he's supposed to be reynaldo with the (laughs) r-e-y but his mom forgot to put the y and that missing y haunts me and they show him he's wearing like a school uniform but he's got the goth boots yeah Uh, you know the big leather with the chrome buckles that go like like kiss boots that go all the way to his knee and just like that shit i just think is constantly hilarious every time they cut to somebody and like Tati is in a clock tower manually moving like all of her like she's she, like her job today is I'm breaking in people's shoes right, I'm uh, manually operating your desk fan <laughs> yeah I'm a human pedometer I'm, I'm actually following someone and counting their steps like all these odd jobs she does for money it's just hilarious and the the dedication they they have to their utterly ridiculous characters <gasps> in most situations is what makes it for me because you could take some ridiculous characters and throw them together and I'd be like this is stupid. No, nobody's like this, but they go that extra mile. Like you were talking about the boots and the flashback. Like they connect all the dots. Or that wealthy socialite who's way. got like this red lace glove and she's uh-huh. having, there's a miniature staircase and her fingers walk sensuously up that staircase and the thumbs like Every caressing the rail. Every finger on her hand was working. And then she, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? And she gets to the top and it's just a lane. So, so her hand can take a wine glass. And I'm like, oh, the best this, coaster ever. That is such a genius thirty seconds of television, and the performance is like, if it was anything less than go for broke, amazing, yeah. it wouldn't work. But mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like that is so fucking Fred Armisen. Like, how did he come up with that? Did he did did, did he see the prop and think, oh shit, I can do this, or did he have the other idea and built the prop for that? Like I. Right. It's yeah. so so funny. My favorite character that goes for broke always is Andres, mm-hmm. <laughs> like from his hair and. I mean, the outfits and the the costumes on everyone are great, but him, he's always wearing something ridiculous. Yeah. I love that his bedroom matches his hair perfectly. Uh Yeah. And like this. And just the way he interacts with people. I love that his his juke. (laughs) He's laying in the pool Uh talking to Juan Carlos or whatever. Uh He's drinking this juice box, but it's covered in diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, It's incredible. Yeah, and the oh god, he's just like the way he leans like, tough on the dentist, like because he's a chocolate magnate. Right. He's like, you know, what if we made the chocolate sinasuka? Like, and and the dentist yeah. is like, no, 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 we don't need to do that. Like, it's just it's just really fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, and the you know the the alliance between the co- the, the way fact that parent- you never see his parents. Yeah, face, they're always was- filmed where their mm-hmm. face is obscured. It's that's I mean, what? Why is that even funny? It just is. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's sort of a gimmick, but yeah, because everything about this family is just so dramatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like what Ronaldo sleeps in like a excavated 
like a finished excavated grave is that the gag oh i thought it was like an old car repair shop like oh. they've got those cutouts so they can get under the cars okay okay and he's just u- utilized it okay because yeah. i was I wondering so. i i because I, I thought that was maybe his bedroom and I don't he know. like I don't think they so, start in his they, bedroom and then he walks out back it was and they toilet. make fun of him for it because they go into the shed <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's like oh this is kind of what do you call it he's like oh this is this is cute and then he's mm-hmm. like the only way to be worse if there's a framed picture of us and then you pan over and there's a <laughs> the framed, framed picture, picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he <laughs> nudges he steps over to block it <laughs> yeah uh, after they've already seen it i will say that i think i only got 75 percent of what they put out because yeah, yeah. this show is one of the most punishing uh if you look away from the screen for three seconds you got to rewind 10 mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the it's it's not just subtitled it's like really rap like imagine if you were trying to keep up with a subtitled version of the office where everybody's talking at the same time like the dialogue is really crisp and fast and complicated so like it's very and i wonder i kept on wondering like why do this as spanish subtitle and i wonder if like armis one of the decisions he made is like i really want to make sure people pay attention like you cannot background Mm -hmm. it watch a second of this damn show no no no. and like it just kind of pride because i know that he uh i I didn't know that he was i wasn't sure that he was latino and i did the research and his mom is venezuelan and he actually speaks spanish fluently but Mm -hmm. his character is the one that doesn't speak much spanish yeah. He does a lot of the like yeah. the, the pigeon English that he speaks on a lot of his uh, Saturday Night Live characters, I mean, Portlandia characters. Yeah, and, and I don't speak Spanish at all, but what I'm getting is that the, or just I know, trying to make comedy work in two different languages at the same time yeah. has to be really hard. So yeah. I can appreciate that that's happening. Yeah. Especially with a lot of the wordplay, I think. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that comes down to the translation, you know, of the subtitles. Like the, there's a lot of things where, you know, you can kind of catch the Spanish and know what it means and it doesn't mm-hmm. translate directly, but they sort of do the American idiom of yeah, that yeah. or something. And the, the translation is really good too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of the sight gags, it's like, uh, like a bed swallowing someone out and spit. They, they talk <laughs> about it and then when they show it, it's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's, Oh, that's exactly what it looks like. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm really curious because I thought this was, that's one of the things I got annoyed with because a lot of people were saying like, Oh, it blends like fantasy and reality where I, it's almost like a minor spoiler for the show, because if you just watch it, it's an open question about whether Julio or I'm sorry, is Andre is, uh, is crazy or he's deluded. Mm-hmm. And then like, as, as episodes go on, it's like, Oh no, there's definitely something going on here. And I wish I had that, a little bit more in my mind but everybody like obviously those critics have seen all six episodes are teehee this is the they can't they, they can't help themselves but uh yeah i'm glad it's only six episodes because i'm excited to watch it all again when it's over <laughs> i wonder if they're going to be additional seasons or if this is just going to be one of those like little mini se- series that uh i don't see how they could wrap this up in two more episodes yeah. and maybe ready to be done. Yeah. The <laughs> question is like, what is the end of this show? What does that even look like? You're right. Cause it's entire. It's, it's, it's the perfect mix of like procedural and uh, serial because like every yeah. episode is like a standalone kind of X-Files episode, but they are moving the ball a little forward on Andre and his dark, mysterious past. And mm-hmm. oh my God, the ex, the explanations of why he <laughs> doesn't know, like the the nun. Oh like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. And then like I thought that the uh, the water spirit was going to do the same thing to him. Uh-huh. Like there's going to be this ex- flashback of why she didn't know where he came from too. But <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's really it's not like gut busting funny. It's just like 
intellectually satisfying, clever humor. And extremely goofy and quirky yeah. at the same time. Yeah. I have gotten a gut bust, like maybe one or two out of the four episodes I've seen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, it's it's good. It's good. What else? Do we have anything else we want to say about Lucifer? I know space? how you end this series. How? Fred Armisen parking two cars at once. There you go. You just go out on that. <laughs> That's it. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I imagine. I'd be satisfied with that. Yeah. I imagine <laughs> two weeks from now when this thing's over, we'll probably kind of. Uh, or him, him dying, trying, like, just going up in flames. <laughs> and it rips him in half as he's <laughs> right. split across the Yeah. Or there's like, like a pillar between it, and he just knows, like, well, this is it. This is my last park. <laughs> but he dies, but the cars are yes. still parked perfectly. Oh, yeah, perfectly. <laughs> of course. And because, then like, just t- title card, Los of Spookies. Well, and that's and it's, it. it's a testament to how well they built the world because in his latest episode where he had to substitute somebody's job, the result, the, the, the thing that the person did, like I was like, I actually gasped when I saw them do it. Wait. Because Fred had to send something to cover for him. Uh-huh. The, the keying incident. Oh, yes. I'm like, okay. Because it was such a violation of like what this character's sacred duty is. I'm mm-hmm. just like, it'd be like if uh, Aragorn sent somebody to beat Sauron and they just pledged the armies to Sauron. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, you know? Uh, it's uh, it's pretty great. Uh, so we'll be back in a couple weeks to see how this wrapped up. We'll be back next week with another uh, Bald Move TV. I'm not sure what we'll be watching. Um, but also, Cecily and I started, if you guys didn't notice... Uh, our coverage of Hulu's Harlots. It's back for its third season. We're having a lot of fun with that. We had our first episode out. Uh, we'll have the next episode out. That that, that Those come out uh, every Wednesday on Hulu. Um, and we'll be back next week with another Bald Move TV. Send feedback to TV at baldmove.com. We consider that occasionally. You can always talk with your fellow fans uh, on forums.baldmove.com. Until next week, I'm Aaron. I'm Jim. And I'm Cecily. See ya.